This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hello and welcome to Saber, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about Szechuan peppercorns. Yes, this is a good one. I'm excited about this. Oh, me too. I also, I, this is so many more extra cravings. I was oh, just telling gosh. Annie before we started, like I haven't even fulfilled my caprese craving yet. And now I have this one. Mm-hmm. It never ends. It, it, never it ends. doesn't. It doesn't. It's a beautiful, terrible side effect <laughs> of our job. Yes, indeed. And this one is a like multiverse of cravings, I will say. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Was there any particular reason that you want to do this one? Nope. <laughs> okay. No, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting uh, what's going on with this ingredient. So Yeah. Oh, I got so right. I, I Okay. Like, I, I guess like I was like looking at what we've done recently and I was like, all right, like maybe it's time to do some kind of spice or herb. Um, and I kind of wanted to get away from um, like South Asia specifically because I feel like we've done a lot of plants from that region recently. I was like, we could branch out to the rest of Asia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Huge area, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that we're excluding, so anyway. Um, but yeah. So, so. Oh, I'm really glad that I got to do this reading. It was so much fun. Can't wait to share it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I have had a lot of experiences with this ingredient in China and in the U.S. A couple of good restaurants around Atlanta have some Ooh, lovely yeah. dishes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that use it. Um, I had the spicy fried eggplant with Szechuan peppercorn from Goose for Quarantine University because that's what I had two years ago (laughs) on on that date. Um, And the effect is so interesting. It's so, it's fun. Um, I had a lot of hot pots in China. I believe I've told the story of one I had that was so hot I passed out. I was also very, very, like, physically hot and sweating. Um, Okay. Yes, and this has more to do with the combo of spicy chili peppers plus Szechuan peppercorn, but more on that later. Uh, And I did get very, very nostalgic for food I had in China doing this research. Oh, it's so good. I believe Um, you. And I do, I love red chili oil. That is something that is a recent discovery for me. Like, I think I'd had it before, but I hadn't, like, purchased it for myself to cook with until probably quarantine when quarantine started um, oh, wow. and now I use it all the time I love it oh that's great mm-hmm. yeah yeah I've got some Szechuan pepper oil um, in the house that I honestly I just <laughs> I don't know what to use it for except everything um, and, mm. and I, I haven't been cooking a lot lately I just kind of want to like dip bread in it the way that you would like just olive oil and yes. just eat that Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, do I have I support bread? This. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> see what happens after this recording. Mm. Um, but right now, we're so lucky to have um, uh, so many amazing restaurants from people from around the world in Atlanta. And so there's there's a couple. Oh, there's so many really good ones. Two of my favorites for anyone in Atlanta. Um, uh, Hai, uh, H-A-I, which is in Decatur, has amazing mapal tofu, um, which is one of my very favorite dishes. And usually uh, entails the use of like whole Szechuan peppercorn. And I love getting that. I love like the chew of it. And I love that burst of so many kinds of flavor. And then mm-hmm. like, like, a, like several seconds later, that like numbing tingling thing that it does. Yeah. Um, also, la maize or z. I'm not, Annie just tried to tell me how to do it again for me, Annie. <laughs> z. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the like, because, you know, Mandarin, sure. Taiwanese has that kind of intonation. But usually that, like, I is a uh, sound. Yeah. At any mm-hmm. rate, it's a Taiwanese place um, in Doraville near the Sweet Hut up there, if anyone is ever looking for just a very amazing place to go. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we like it. And we have great folks already. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you can see our episodes like kind of sorta see our I mean you can see them you can't kind of sorta see them you you have the, you have the capacity I believe in you um mm-hmm. uh, but kind of sorta related are black pepper and we did one on Louisiana hot sauces in which we talked a lot about chili peppers oh I guess our habanero episode ooh mm-hmm. and uh mustard and I guess wasabi sorta mm-hmm. or any of our like mustard or like mustard green, like Brussels sprouts kind of related things. But yes, those are only vaguely related, Um, which I suppose (laughs) brings us to our question. It does, although I have another question, which is I don't think we've done Brussels sprouts. Haven't we? we (laughs) Maybe we have. You know what? 
We'll leave that for later us to figure I'm, out. I'm too tired to look it up right now. Because <laughs> I know that's one of producer, <laughs> super producer Andrew's favorite foods. I feel like we would have, I don't know. I, I think it would have been a bigger ordeal, but perhaps I am wrong. Heck Listeners. and heck, I don't think we have. <sighs> well, it's, you know what? Let's put it on the docket. There you um, go. Other <laughs> brassicas, I suppose I should say. <laughs> we... If you're listening in the future, perhaps that episode already exists. <laughs> there you All right? go. We're uh, doing this for our time travelers. <laughs> yes, yes. We love time travel over here. But yes, all right, let us get to our main question. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Sichuan peppercorn. What is it? Well, uh, Sichuan peppercorn is a type of spice, uh, often used dried and ground, but sometimes cooked whole into dishes or extracted in oil, that has a really complex flavor, featuring this, uh, this as far as I know, unique, uh, tingly numbing sensation that feels like your, your, your tongue is vibrating. Um, it's, like a, it's like your tongue has a funny bone um, or, or, like, or like your mouth went to sleep. Yeah. Or like your lips get in on it too. And it's sort of like maybe you got too much that mint spray in your mouth and it's just tingling and numb. And yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Both Annie and I are making these gesticulations that involve like kind of like a like a whole hand pinch kind yes. of kind of gesture near near our mouths. And mm-hmm. I <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure why that's that's the signal, but it is. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at any rate, uh, this type of uh, peppercorn comes from a number of species in the genus uh, Xanthoxylum, which is a great word. Um, they are small trees or large shrubs, depending on how you want to look at it, in the citrus family. Um, some species are also called prickly ash because they are prickly. They've got these spines, which is more common in citrus than I realized and is a real pain in the fingers, to be honest. Um, depending on the species of uh, Xanthoxylum, they'll grow to a maximum of about four meters or 13 feet in height. In many varieties, uh, male flowers and female flowers do not grow on the same plant. So you need one of each type in order to pollinate the flowers and actually grow fruit. Um, when that happens, though, um, the flowers grow in these little clusters, little small flowers, and maybe uh, yellow to red, I believe, in color, and will develop this small, round, husky fruit around five millimeters in diameter. That's about a third of an inch, about peppercorn-sized. That'll be green to red to brownish in color when it's ripe, um, often with a pebbled skin, um, and will contain a large, single, shiny black seed. Uh... This genus is more closely related to pink peppercorn than to black pepper or chili peppers, but none of them are very closely related. Um, Hmm. (laughs) And all of these things, plus some stuff in the mustard family like wasabi, right, um, will feel spicy hot when you eat them, but they all create that effect in slightly different ways. Okay. Um, There are compounds in chilies and in black pepper and in mustards, um, the trigger the same nerve receptors in your mouth that uh, that sense actual heat. Um, they're chemically tricking your mouth into thinking it's slightly on fire. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, chili peppers affect one type of nerve receptor. A second type of receptor is activated by mustards, um, along with other pungent things like uh, cloves, garlic, cinnamon, and ginger. Black pepper hits both of those receptors. Szechuan pepper hits both, plus this whole third type altogether that has nothing to do with heat sensing. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> yes. This third receptor type is the one that your body uses to sense basically tickles, um, like extremely light touch, l- like when a bug lands on you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and the compound responsible for this um, in Szechuan peppercorn is called uh, sanchul, um, named after a plant within the genus. Um and it takes a little longer for our nervous system to register than uh, than something like capsaicin. Um, like like up to a full minute, it can take us to register this. But when we do register it, um, it produces the same feeling, right, as the pins and needles that you get when a limb falls asleep, or or right when you hit your elbow just wrong, or when you feel a vibration. Um, so when you eat. Sichuan pepper, you get heat plus pungency plus this numbing, tingly sensation. Um, there hasn't been research into it like there has been with capsaicin, but probably evolutionarily, uh, plants developed this compound to be unpleasant, to prevent mammals from eating it and thus from crushing up its seeds before those seeds have a chance to sprout and grow. But we humans decided that we like that. Mm-hmm. We love it, in fact. We love it. We cannot get enough of it. Mm-hmm. We're super into it. Mm-hmm. And this made me think, like, like we're kind of, like, culinarily masochistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, do we need T-shirts that say that? Yeah. We do have a T-shirt store. It's at Public. Mm-hmm. You can search, search for us there. I think, I think we're still technically under the URL for food stuff. Anyway. You can find us. Yeah. You're savvy listeners. I have faith in you <laughs> about that as well. Yes. Um, anyway, we're a food show. I guess related, do we need a savor, colon, ostensibly a food show t-shirt? Yes. Okay. I think so. Uh, why, am I, why am I thinking so much about t-shirts today? Because t-shirts are the best. I love t-shirts. <laughs> They're and pretty good. A couple listeners write in lately. And I know we're going to read your messages, so never fear or fear. I don't know. Uh, but um, <laughs> who have said, like, ostensibly food show saver. And oh. I've appreciated it. Thank you. <laughs> you hear us and you see us. Yes. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Oh. Um, all right. Yeah. All right. So so food, food show um, as, as a food. Uh, once you have grown your Szechuan peppercorns, you typically preserve them by drying them out which will generally open up the husk, sort of like a flower. Um, uh, in the Sichuan dialect, uh, the the name means uh, flower pepper, I think. Um, and uh, let's see, remove the seeds, which is important because they're kind of bland and mm. a little bit too fibrous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, then maybe uh, roast uh, these husky fruits and use them right, whole or ground in any number of savory or less often, but not unheard of, sweet dishes. Um or just as a table seasoning, or right to make seasoned oil for cooking with. And the flavor will depend a little from species to species and plant to plant. It's a natural product, but um, it's it's citrusy and woody and piney and floral and green and pungent and a little hot and tingly numbing. 
really complex, uh, really fun, right? Uh, and when you combine it with chili peppers, you create what's called uh, mala, uh, numbing and spicy in Chinese. Ah, the cravings, Lauren. <laughs> so many. <laughs> They're closing in on me in this closet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're circling. They're hovering around you. Yes, yes. Oh, gosh. Um, Szechuan peppercorn is commonly a component of Chinese five spice, which commonly contains more than five spices. It's named for its five flavors, not five literal spices, but that's a whole separate episode. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is not used only in Szechuan cuisine, but throughout China and uh, different varieties are grown and used throughout South and East and Southeast Asia. Um, some varieties are used um, not dried out, but 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 like whole, uh, green and fresh. Um, the whole plant is aromatic and some varieties are also used for their leaves. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And they are quite valued. They are quite valued. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, what about the nutrition? You're typically not eating enough to make, like, a huge difference. I mean, it's a plant. It's probably, (laughs) as a macronutrient, more like fiber than anything else. I would be impressed because they are powerful. (laughs) So I would be impressed if you're eating enough to make a difference. It's kind of a thing on a menu where they're like, hey... Yeah, yeah. Make sure you understand this ingredient. <laughs> do you want it? Or like, <laughs> dear American, do yep. you know? Do you know? Do you know what this means? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. However, uh, it has been used medicinally, uh, for pretty much ever. Um, and is being investigated specifically for some of the compounds it contains that have antioxidant, antimicrobial, antiviral, and other properties. It's also being investigated for what um, for what one of those compounds, the aforementioned sandshul, might be able to teach us about our nervous systems. Um, for example, there's this neurological disorder where where people feel that tingling, numbing sensation all the time, uh, n- not just when they eat this peppercorn or when their limb falls asleep. And it's really unpleasant, as I assume you could assume. Um, but like maybe... By studying this stuff, we can figure out how to turn that off. Ooh. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah. 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 Well, we have a couple numbers for you. Oh, y'all, I could not track down global production numbers. I was really bummed. Mm. Um, But uh, but I will say that um, over 120 flavor compounds have been identified in a species of xanthoxylum. Wow. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and according to one site that I read anyway, as of 2020, the top exporter was Vietnam, followed by, um, with, with almost like over 40% of the export, uh, followed by Brazil and Indonesia. The top importer was the United States. Um, and it was a over, over a billion dollar a year export and import industry each. So, um, Yeah. We're into it. We're into Pe- it. People are into it. I mm-hmm. strongly suspect China is the largest producer, um, mm-hmm. but it's just not part of the import-export market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very big part of of many cuisines over there because China is huge. And that was one thing yeah. when I was in China where I was like, every place oh. I went, 
so different <laughs> in a wonderful way. It was beautiful. Um, but yes, uh, we're going to get into some of those specific dishes and the history of all of this in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we are going to get into a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressings, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No Me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So, historians believe that Szechuan peppercorn originated in China. Um, and for over 2,000 years, this ingredient has been prized in that country. Um, it was highly valued for medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm because of its numbing properties for topical treatments and in anti-inflammatory and or analgesic tinctures. Um, Szechuan peppercorns were believed to combat dampness or the humidity in Szechuan uh, to keep the body healthy. 
On top of that, these peppercorns may have been gifted to ancient emperors and as concubines for fertility and, in fact, may have been mixed into the mud walls of the homes of imperial concubines during the Han Dynasty. For a long time, uh, Chinese laborers may have used Sichuan peppercorn to mask the gamey nature of offal. Um, O-F-F-A-L, in case my accent made that sound strange. Um, no. <laughs> um, made available to them after the upper class discarded it. These days, some beloved dishes are composed of this combination of offal and Sichuan peppercorn. The chili pepper was introduced to China during the 16th century. Um, and it came there through trade with uh, European colonial empires that had brought it um, from the Americas. And for a while, the use of numbing peppercorns declined with the introduction of this like novel, exciting type of spice. Right. And speaking of, people later realized the numbing effect of Sichuan peppercorn allowed them to eat more of the hot peppers. <laughs> um, so, yes, of course, went about combining them in several dishes. Uh, a lot of the street food dishes we have today using this combo were the product of street food culture in the 19th and 20th centuries in Chengdu, which is the capital of Sichuan, um, including dantan mian, which is a delicious noodle dish topped with either minced beef or pork, chilies, pickled vegetables, Sichuan peppercorn, chili oil, sesame paste, and soy sauce. It is so good. Oh. And it was just mentioned in a podcast team meeting like half an yeah. hour ago. Yeah. Wow. What are the odds, you know? What are the odds? I used to have this for breakfast pretty regularly when I was Ooh, in China. Oh, oh no. Oh, yes. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so wonderful. I was like, I can have this for breakfast? And they're like, obviously, yes. Yeah. Oh, I had never considered that as a breakfast food, but that would be an amazing breakfast. Okay. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm okay. I'm having mm -hmm. problems. Please continue. <laughs> mm -hmm. I also want to say when I was in China... I got the advice from from many people because I was there during the like summer and it was so high. It was like 110 to 120 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and they people would tell me this is when you eat the spicy foods with this kind of numbing sensation because it will help. Cool It'll help you, you sweat, off. which will help cool you yeah. off. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then going back to mapo tofu, our pockmarked grandmother's tofu. <laughs> um, this was allegedly invented by a Chengdu grandmother in the 1800s who was scarred by smallpox. Again, this is something that it's it's a story that's popularly told. I'm not saying it's not true or that didn't happen across many grandmothers, perhaps. But yeah, that's kind of just all there is to that story, as far as I could find. Because again, this is not an English language. Thing, so it's hard to get some of these sources. It can be, and right, that yeah. would be that would be a, a a whole whole other episode as well. Um, if you're yes. unfamiliar with the dish, because we've brought it up a couple times now, um, this is a uh, a kind of saucy tofu dish um, that also usually has ground pork in it um, and uh, uh, some kind of bean, um, some mm -hmm. kind of uh, reconstituted bean situation. Um, and oh, it's so good. It's so good. Ah, it's so good. Also, Chengdu is like the home of pandas. So, oh, <laughs> great food, pandas. It's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Well, 
moving on to something not so great. Mm-hmm. In 1967, the USDA banned Chinese citrus, including the Sichuan peppercorn, in an effort to halt the spread of citrus canker disease, an extremely contagious bacterial disease that doesn't infect humans but does absolutely destroy citrus trees. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the frustrating thing is, like, later research would find that this type of canker disease doesn't even affect Sichuan peppercorn. Um, Wee! Wee! They didn't know that at the time, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, this ban wasn't really enforced when it came to this ingredient until 2002 when the USDA field manual was updated to really focus on mm. contraband Sichuan peppercorn. Um, this meant that agents cracked down on it, uh, like even going so far as to investigate Asian supermarkets. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Simultaneously, immigration from China to the U.S. was skyrocketing, and many who migrated and missed the Sichuan peppercorn decided it was worth the risk to try to smuggle them in. A 2009 USDA report that examined products smuggled into the U.S. from 2002 to 2006 found that when it came to plant products, China was the biggest transgressor when it came to interdictions or confiscations by far, and that the Sichuan peppercorn was the most confiscated product with interdictions amounting to $1.2 million. Hoofta. Hoofta, indeed. Um, the ban was lifted in 2005 with the caveat that all exporters had to heat treat their product at 140 degrees Fahrenheit or about 60 degrees Celsius or above uh, for 10 minutes before shipping it to the U.S., which minimized the quality, potency, aroma, all kinds of things. On top of that, the documentation needed for exporters to prove they'd done that whole thing was cumbersome and shut out smaller producers. The USDA later reversed the stipulation, but many U.S. companies still import this cheaper, heat-treated product. Hmm. Yes. And then, in 2008, some McDonald's restaurants in Chengdu introduced the Sichuan Burger, which was a grilled chicken sandwich with chili peppers and Sichuan peppercorn. Uh, and I know we talked about the what Rick and Morty Sichuan Oh, the right, sauce. the um, the Mulan based Sichuan sauce. Yeah. yeah, the right. Also McDonald's related, uh, anyway. In a past episode, uh, who knows which one, but we have <laughs> talked about it before. Although I believe that was an American market. Oh, absolutely product, not. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, and Chengdu became the first Asian city and second city ever designated a UNESCO Creative City of Gastronomy in 2010, uh, 2011. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Science note to end us off with. Um, in 2013, these neuroscientists out of the University College London ran this neat experiment where they tried to determine whether the tingle that we feel when we eat these peppercorns happens at the same frequency of vibration in different people. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they, they did this um, by, I guess, I guess having people have a sample of uh, Szechuan peppercorn while holding this box that could vibrate at different frequencies and and then like telling the experimenter to like to like increase or decrease the rate of vibration until okay. it like felt like what they were experiencing on their tongue. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And and it turns out that we do feel the same frequency of vibration when we eat peppercorn. What? It's about it's about 50 hertz. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it's about 50 cycles per second. Uh that yep. That's the frequency of peppercorn of, of Szechuan peppercorn. I love this. It's the sound of silence, the frequency of peppercorn. <laughs> the sound Perfect. of peppercorn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this might sound completely ridiculous, um, but it's actually really cool because, like, okay, it, it helped uh, It helped prove that sensual, um, uh, that, that compound that does this tingly numbing thing, um, that it does indeed operate on the same nerves that we use to sense touch. Um, and... Using touch in activities that that seem simple to us, like um, like or to 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 many of us anyway, um, like a, like gripping and picking up a cup, um, it it seems like a very easy task, but as many other people can tell you, it's actually quite complex, um, in terms of neurological action, um, and so having a chemical that can replicate touch in the lab is actually super cool. That is really cool. <sighs> yeah. I'm glad I saw that when I was researching. I was like, I shall leave this in Lauren's <laughs> domain, but I can't wait to learn about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I loved the reading for this one. This was super fun. <laughs> it was. It was really good. But again, like, if you have any more information, listeners, because sometimes it is hard if it's not like a traditional yeah. English language uh, ingredient where it's easily searchable on English Google, um, can be hard to get sources. So it can be, um, and and right, and we've got lots of lots of future research to do about lots of these little offshoot topics. So yes. Yes, I'm very excited about that. And I'm so excited to, like, satisfy this craving, hopefully soon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, but in the meantime, I guess that's what we have to say about this for now. It is. We do have some listener mail for you. But first, we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. The big screen. I want to be remembered. 
could just be a me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy piña colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with Listen Listen Now. (laughs) Vibrating and numb. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So... So many of you have written in about mangoes. This is very exciting. Yes. Um, and we have a lot of mango emails that we're going to be reading over the next couple episodes. Very excited about it. But for today, Will wrote, talk about perfect timing. I caught your mango episode on the day my wife and I returned from a two-week vacation in Hawaii. Oh. Mm. While there, we sampled mangoes and numerous dishes. However, my favorite was a breakfast we had at Island Vintage Coffee. Mango, peanut butter, and organic white honey on cranberry walnut bread. Oh, the bread was toasted or warmed panini style. Amazing. Uh, that sandwich and a flat white prepared you for a day's whale spotting. That wow. sounds so good. <laughs> well, I've, I've never thought to pair mango and peanut butter. I haven't either, but you best believe I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> that sounds so good to me. Right? Oh, kind of okay. take the like, jelly component, but yeah. like something fresh fruit. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Oh. <laughs> mm. oh um, Tony Ann wrote, listening to your mango episode and shouted at my phone, yes it is, to you saying the skin is inedible. It absolutely is edible. The skin on some breeds may be thicker and not worth chewing, but most can be, and are in most parts of the world, bitten into and eaten, just like you would an apple. Huh. Yeah, I feel like I've eaten the skin, and and before, I know some of you listeners who've already written in are like, but I have more, because there's a whole latex thing going on here. Right, right. Um, I feel like the first time I had it, it did have the skin on it and I ate it. But after that, in general, I have not eaten the skin. Uh, but I've certainly eaten it before. Uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. I've I've accidentally eaten small pieces of it and there were no, like, ill effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do not have 
uh, an allergy to latex or to um, or not. A, I mean, not a serious allergy to a poison sumac or oak or ivy. Right. So, um, so I think I think that, that the combination of those is why I I boldly said <laughs> <laughs> you boldly went where no podcaster has gone before. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, but 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 thank you, absolutely, thank you for the correction. Um, I've not personally seen them eaten that way, but um, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, especially so many varieties. Uh, oh goodness, yeah. Mm, another craving. Another craving <laughs> to close this out. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yep. 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 I'm going to the grocery store two days from now. Oh. I'm going to get to work on that grocery list. Huzzah. Yes. Huzzah. Indeed. Thank you. Um, thanks to both those listeners for writing in. If you would like to write to us, we would love to hear from you. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SaverPod, and we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.